Ours to Protect. Brought to you by Claire FM, the IBI, and funded by Commissioner Man with the television license fee. Check out ours to protect.ie for more info. Welcome to another episode of Ours to Protect on Claire FM. The Irish Seed Savers Association is the leading non-governmental organisation working for the conservation of plant genetic resources for food and agriculture in Ireland. Founded on a small farm in County Carlow in 1991, Irish Seed Savers' main objective is to protect Ireland's food crop heritage for future generations. The association maintains the country's only public seed bank and houses the national collection of Irish heritage apple trees in their orchards in East Clare. Elaine Brantley is Executive Director of Irish Seed Savers, based near Scarif. Irish Seed Savers is primarily a conservation organisation. We're also a social enterprise. We're based here in Scarif, East Clare. We're one of the biggest employers in East Clare. We've 25 staff presently and we're currently recruiting for another three. Our work is of local, national and international importance. So we conserve Ireland's food crop heritage. So that would be food crop seed and fruit trees as well. And when I say we've an international presence, we're registered as a gene bank with the UN's Food and Agriculture Organization, with the EU, and some of the seed that we've saved over the years is now in the International Seed Vault in Svalbard. Projects that we've had, including finding heritage grains, are held by the Department of Agriculture now, and they're making a resurgence. So, like many animals, plants, once they go extinct, they're gone and they don't come back. And our food crop heritage are the plants that our ancestors would have had for their own tables. And they've evolved over millennia often, you know, from wild plants. And then through human interaction, they've been cultivated and bred to provide these heritage vegetables. And now most seed, 60% of the world's traded seed is actually owned by four agrochemical giants. So the seed that we would hold in our seed bank and that we would also make available to the public is vastly important because it's organically grown and it's open pollinated. So what that means is that it's pollinated by natural means and that if you grow out the vegetables, take the vegetables for yourself, but grow some out for seed, you can collect the seed and sow it on. And the likelihood is that you're going to get a plant that is true to the parent plant true to type have the same characteristics whereas if you buy your f1 seed from the supermarket it may be sterile or it doesn't breed true so you end up going back year on year to the supermarket to buy more was our work is very community focused as well it's not just about being a museum for genetic resources for plants but it's about a living culture where we're encouraging people to use open pollinated seed to grow their own fruit and vegetables and to plant orchards so one of the big things I said we'd a, a local and national presence is increasingly we're working with local authorities to plant community orchards including in urban landscapes but we also are involved in education as well so we would educate anything from day-long courses through to two-year long courses depending on who it's for and what they want to do about seed and about orchard creation and maintenance. Anita Hayes and Tommy, who are our founders, were really way ahead of their times. They were doing biodiversity before people knew it was a word. So here on our 20-acre organic farm in Scariff at Caparo, we practice agroecology. So we have orchards and we have seed beds 
but we also have wild spaces because everything is done in balance. We grow organically, so it means maintaining a balance that we don't have a problem with pests and diseases. Trying to take care of the soil, healthy soil brings healthy plants. Everything in balance. We don't lose huge amounts of our crops to pests or disease. On site, we've a whole variety of wildlife that keeps everything in check really so nothing gets out of hand. We've scaled up our work this year because of the acres scheme so we're providing trees for traditional orchards and I know it's been in the news lately there's a concern about the white thorn and bringing in fire blight and other invasive species as it's imported so our trees are cultivated here propagated and cultivated on our site but also we work with local farmers who are growing under contract for us to our standards and conditions. So this year we have 11,000 bare root trees that will be going to the acre scheme but also to our customers, our regular customers because there's always people looking to plant orchards. It's really on the rise community orchards and apple trees in community landscapes. We've got forest boxes with crab apple trees because crab apples are enormously important. They're what's called crop wild relatives and they're like little genetic treasuries because they hold huge amount of genetic diversity and it's so important not to lose that and if I could just tip into that point then that through breeding so I mentioned earlier that the seed companies owning seeds what they do is a lot of them are manufactured or bred to have a certain characteristic when you eat it but what they do through this breeding program is they narrow the gene pool within the plant and you have something like a mono the equivalent of a monoculture which is the opposite of resilience so if you've just got all one type of plant that's genetically the same if something comes along it's going to wipe it out whereas genetic diversity really is your investment in the future it's about food security and making sure that we have food supplies going forward every time a tree or a bag of seeds leaves here going to a private owner or to a farmer do they realize that they are doing something for biodiversity yeah that's a really good question and it is definitely part of our remit but i suppose we're always i wouldn't say on the back foot but trying to find the time to make sure we're communicating these things is a challenge so for example going back to a community orchard like you're talking about 10 trees there are 1800 species associated with orchards it's incredible they're treasure troves for biodiversity last year we produced a booklet with the national biodiversity data center and the all ireland pollinator plan about how to plant a traditional orchard for biodiversity so you're not just talking about the trees you're talking about the pollinators you're talking about meadow grassland under the trees and how it's managed and it's like making a little oasis and if you build it they will come if you plant your orchard they'll come as well seed bank is it's one way of conserving but really we need to get it out there and into the public and by you growing a tree by you growing these vegetables and saving the seed we're dispersing them and that creates more resilience as well so that if anything happened here we know that these plants are all over the country and they won't be lost so it's really important that they're in use that was elaine bradley executive director of irish seed savers in east clare we'll be back next week with another episode of ours to protect